1: It is, it is Friday night. It is Skyline Radio Talk Show on Be Exposed Radio. I am your host, Mark. I don't know if I should go by Mark or if I should go by Skyline Mark. I've been wrestling with that since the days that we started this whole thing. You know, it's been five years. 2018. August, September this year, it'd be five years since I started this show. So y'all let me know what name I should go with. Mark or Skyline Mark. Until then, it's Friday night. It's St. Patrick's Day. Letitia Higgs ain't here, but the one and only blonde is. Hey, y'all. Uh,
0: hey, y'all. Uh, hey, y'all. Uh. Hey, Silver Fox, Mark, I mean, Skyline Mark, I mean, Silverline Mark. Uh, I don't know what to call you. The hey, y'all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Letitia Higgs ain't here tonight. She's got something going on with the Divas effect. Uh, so she's planning for that. She's doing big things down in the ATL. Give it up to Letitia Higgs one of today's one of today's leading ladies one of today's career women doing a damn thing down in Atlanta um I'm not at home I'm out and about y'all I'm in Fell's Point I was going to do the show right here in front of the point under the tent but seeing as I don't have a microphone and an earplug, I couldn't really hear that good because of the music from the DJ. So I'm inside my brother's truck under under a streetlight so y'all can see me. <laughs> it's uh, really
0: that dark out there? It is. Oh, I apologize.
1: No, nah, it's all good. Daylight savings time, baby. At least we got an extra hour. Oh yep, daylight
0: goodness. savings time. Ain't Someone it beautiful? By,
1: and this dog is bigger than they are. I don't know what this is. I don't know if that's a bull mastiff or what. This thing is huge. Oh, yeah, ain't nobody gonna mess with that woman. This dog is like twice her size. Real talk. And it's on, It's it's like half as tall as she is, and it's on all four. So if that thing goes on too, yeah, mm-hmm. that thing's going to It's definitely
0: not like- a bull master. Huh? Not, at that, not at that height. It's not a bull massive. It's probably a, um, it might be a Doberman.
1: No, it ain't a Doberman. I know what Dobermans look like. But anyways, yes, so, um, so our first guest, Miss Be Inspired, she's running late. Uh, she's running super duper late because she told me 15 minutes and we just came on the air about 20, 25 minutes late.
0: But but look, she's hey, here. There inspired. She go. here. I am so inspired. Yeah,
1: there she go. Miss Be Inspired, the one and only.
0: I am inspired by this look. I love it. <laughs> yes, it's giving. Thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. When you take it off, don't even put it in your closet. Go ahead and wash it for me, but you know, shipping on afterwards. I'll send you the address after the show.
2: I got you. I got you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Miss Be Inspired, what's up? What's good?
2: Hey, hey. Uh, all is well. That's that's what I've been saying all year long, despite of what might be going on. All is well, because even when it's not, that's what I'm claiming that it is well. So all is well, bro
1: god is good all day every day
2: indeed indeed
1: if y'all don't know who miss be inspired is i'm gonna give you a rough draft of who miss inspired is to me outside of being one of my sisters she is my mentor she she helped me open my eyes to new possibilities new opportunities and she's the whole reason why Skyline Radio Talk Show was even born. Real talk. She called me one day and was like, bro, I'm leaving. Would you like to take my spot? I had no idea. I had no interest, no No. nothing about radio, about talk shows, about anything. Um. Outside of retail, I've never done an interview on somebody. So, yeah, it's it's uh, okay. Um, the the police action is getting a little bit more serious because more police have have become present on the scene. So I hope all is well. Ends well.
2: Please be um, safe out in the
1: streets, bro. Domestic
0: violence. I
1: say, Mark, I Domestic That's violence so is never the answer. A man putting his hands on a woman, a woman putting her hands on a man is never the answer. Violence is never the answer. Um I pray all is well. That ends well for both parties involved and for our local police department. Mm-hmm. Um God is good and God has the answers and God be with all them people involved. Can I, ask, uh, what, I mean, what are you seeing? What are you seeing? I, I don't see anything. I saw more police come on the scene and the security was like, yeah, they're, they're up on the next block. Okay. What was the scene? Domestic. The same domestic I was talking about before the show started.
2: Oh, wow.
1: So, but anyways, um, Miss Be Inspired was like, This is what I'm the third, and you know, you do this, 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 and this. Why not start your own radio show? And you can actually broadcast on your different formats as to what you do, how you do, when you do it, and why you do it. So, five years later, here I am. Now, yes, COVID did put put a put a black eye on on a lot of different various things small businesses small organizations um so we we had an absence of i don't know however long it was before I came back to be exposed radio um we did a couple live feed shows uh we we Played around, we flirted with the idea, and eventually I was like, you know what, this, this just ain't going to work. I need to contact Monty, and we got to break bread. And the first special guest didn't work out for different various reasons. Um, the chosen one that I've always wanted to do business with on some type of format for whatever reason that didn't work out and when they say God is good all day every day
2: mm-hmm.
1: I didn't have to ask. Letitia and Blonde were like what's up no, that's right. <laughs> I'll fill in what's up I'll be there for you what's up as, as long as my schedule allows it count me in and they have both been a blessing. Uh, here is late between technical difficulties on our end for different, various reasons technical difficulties, health issues, whatever the case may be. Schedule's getting crazy on everybody's end. Um, I don't know exactly what's going to happen with, with uh, Latisha, but I don't think Friday nights are going to be a good fit with her because her schedule is just getting extremely crazy busy with everything that she's got going on down in Atlanta. she got like eight different things she's got going on. Um, Big ups to her. Big ups to her. Keep doing you. Keep doing the, the 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 powerful work that you're doing with the, the different various organizations, including your own, the Diva Effect. I'm proud of you. I love you. You are one of today's leading career, powerful women. Keep doing you. Um, nothing to take away from, from Balan because she's always got her hands in something. And there's going to come a time Belong's going to be like, uh, yeah, I'm not even in the country. So...
0: <laughs> but I'm always online, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so... Skyline Radio Talk Show. I don't know how Friday nights are going to end up. Uh, we got to negotiate something because I'm, I'm starting to feel like we got to change... Well, me, the me, but anyway, we we ain't going to keep rambling on about Skyline Radio talk show because no,
2: I want to say how proud I am because you've been consistent. Even even in taking breaks, you've still been consistent. You've come back. And it's not easy to um just continue on doing something. Uh but you all ahead and that you should be proud of the fact that you've been able to be consistent. And first of all, let me give a shout out to Moni. Hey, Moni, how you doing? <laughs> hey, boo. <laughs> I love me some Moni. I think everybody knows that. <laughs> but yes, um, you have been smart. And when I when I asked you and when I reached out to you about doing a radio show, it was genuine. It was sincere mainly because i've seen what you have done in the community you continue to give you continue to um, support the community you do things for the homeless or those who are displaced because i don't always like to say homeless but displaced they don't have anywhere to to go but you have been providing for them and so i thought having a radio show might help your platform might help your cause so when i reached out to you it was genuine and i'm just happy to see that you're continuing on. Um, Monty gave my start in radio. I had not had any background in any kind of broadcasting at all. <laughs> and so to be able to come on Be Exposed and to spend the time that I did on that platform was meaningful and it did a lot for me and even helped me to grow. So let me just say I'm proud. I'm very proud of Mark. Very.
1: I thank you. I thank you, sis. That means oh. a lot. You always you always know what to say and when to say it. I won't name drop but one other person because just like you, when I need to hear it, she, she texts me or she calls me at the right time, just like you, mm-hmm. at the right given time when I really need to hear and that is Chardelle Moore.
2: Yes. Oh, she's another one of my favorites. I
1: love her. I love you and- both <laughs> so much because you two are the two reasons why I continue to do this. Not only for myself, for my platform, for my brand, but you two keep me going. If I ever had a, a doubt, I could call on either. One of you, Mm -hmm. hey, bro, I'm busy. Let me hit you back. Hey, King, hey, I'm busy. Give me, look, I'll get back to you when I get back to you. It's just that crazy right now. But eventually, both of you do get back in contact with me. I know how it is with a busy schedule. Look, my 125 hours a week, people are like, stop lying, yo. You are not working 125 hours a week. Well, you do the math. I have a full-time job. I have a foundation. I have a radio show. I do feed the homeless events. I cook for the homeless. I go through donations. I organize shit. Um, I have a baking service. I have a promotion service. So do the math do the math, 125 hours a week, ask me again why I'm tired. I have it set up with my nine to five that one week I work every other day, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. The other week I work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. I'm loving my new schedule because two days out of my Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday week, I have a 14- to 15-hour me time. Fellas, laugh, joke all you want. When women say self-care is the best care, your body is just like a car. If you don't take care of it, that bitch will shut down. Mm-hmm. And you can end up in a hospital. Ask me how I know. Oh, been there, done that. And um, Sister Queen Naomi, she remembers that a couple years ago because I was doing too much and I wasn't getting the necessarily rest that I needed. But ever since then, I make it a point, bare minimum, one day a week, I do absolutely nothing. Good for you. And I get my rest. I get my relaxation. I don't do nothing on my phone. I don't do nothing on my tablet. I don't do nothing on nobody's computer. If it ain't got nothing to do with me, it's not getting done that day. My my schedule's crazy now, but I got it to where I have two different days that I have a 14, 15-hour window that I don't hit, literally have to do anything. And, man, when I say... Life has really gotten good. Man. Mm -hmm. Self-care is the best care. It is. And, And when I say I'm not out here dragging no more. Oh, man. Oh, man. How you doing? I'm doing almost amazing. People trip out when I say that. But that's how I feel because I feel almost amazing I'm loving yeah, I'm more I'm loving more of what I do more than ever before because I'm not dragging no more everyone used to ask me how you doing I'm tired how you doing I'm tired how you doing I'm tired I'm good I'm blessed but I'm tired I'm not saying I'm tired no more Doing almost amazing. How are you doing, man? I'm blessed and I'm humble. I got a, I got, a I got a better reaction. I got a better answer for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it lifts my spirits knowing that I can give a better answer. You know what I mean? Because the last thing I want anyone to do is to worry about me. And I know people are gonna do it because I do. I do too. Too. I do do too much. But ain't gonna, ain't nobody gonna do it for me. But
2: self care is important. You have to listen to your body. Your body is yeah. always signals. It is always speaking to you, and
1: mm-hmm. many times, Nature.
2: most of the time, we ignore it. We do. We ignore the sign. Uh, but our body is always telling us when we need to rest. So I'm happy okay. that you're I'm listening. Definitely-
1: Nature will talk to you if you're willing to listen.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Self-care definitely is important for me. I, it, it, for one thing, it has improved the quality of my life. I have children. And sometimes, as, even as a parent, you tend to want to put your children first. However, as they grow and as you teach them, they are resilient. If you tell them you need a few moments and you train them that way, then they understand what that means. And that's what I had to saying, look, I need a few moments. Mommy needs some me time. I'm about to go into my room. I'm going to watch a movie or whatever I feel like doing for the moment. Mm-hmm. As long as their needs are met. But that self-care will improve the um, quality of your life. So it's important exactly. to listen to those signals that are being sent. So I'm glad you did, because that was scary a few years ago. When you were sitting it, was. <laughs> it was. It mm-hmm.
1: was. All y'all was ready to gang up on me and be like, look, If you don't sit your ass down, Mm -hmm. you might end up somewhere you don't want to end up. Yeah. So I literally had to take heart to what all y'all were trying to tell me. Mm -hmm. And I love and I appreciate you for doing that. Yeah. So, hi, Miss uh, Sister Queen Naomi. What's good? What's up? What's going on? What's going on with being Inspired Global? What's new?
2: Yes, so being Spring Global, we're moving on, doing, we actually have um, a new partner, Be More Good News, so I, for those who don't know, I was crowned Baltimore's best hunt last year, yeah, last year, 2022, I'm almost at the end of my reign, but for those who are from Baltimore, you're familiar with the Baltimore hunt, and so I just happen to be a proud member we have a lot of fun. We do a lot of stuff in the community. So I was crowned Baltimore's Best friend, and I've been doing a lot of stuff with them. So as a result of that, we just started working with them and helping them to produce some media content and things like that. So we've been doing that. But I think what I'm enjoying mostly is last semester I started teaching. I'm an adjunct professor at University of Baltimore teaching entrepreneurship 101 active community. And I think by far, this is the most rewarding career choice I've made, because working with what is called a dual enrollment program, and a lot of people don't know about this, but it's a college, it's an early college initiative where high school students get to take college courses while they're still in high school. And so these courses really prepare them for college experience, but it also gives them a head start i happen to be one of the early college initiative professors i go oh. into high schools and i teach college courses to them and it's really fun because they have no clue what they're getting themselves into and i'm always preparing them i'm like look this is not high school this is college let me level set so whatever <laughs> you thought you knew let me explain it's gonna be a whole different experience." But it's been fun. And they really, surprise me, they are way more intelligent. Young people are way more intelligent than we give them credit for. They know so much. And so when I go into the best, I'm telling them that, you know, I don't want to insult your intelligence. You may know some things that maybe I don't know. So we share this experience. You tell me some things and I'll make sure I give you all the information that you can handle. So it has been So fun, this is my second semester doing it. I'm actually right now at Ben Franklin High School and Mirbo. So I teach four days a week at two days at one school and two days at the other, and it's really been fun. So I've been doing some media stuff behind the scenes, but I've been doing more of the teaching and I have to be honest, I really love it. And so the, coordinator for the program said that I have been getting some really good reviews from the students and they want me to come back and they even want me to do some summer courses. So I was like, okay, you know, but that, that my heart smile, because that means that the students are getting something out of them. It. So it's not just about me getting this experience all doing it, but they are being informed. They are growing, they are learning, they are expanding, and they're getting excited about actually going to college, right? So for me, that has been so rewarding, and I'm really excited about it. And like, we're giving you two courses for the summer, I'm like, wait. Don't I get a say in this? He's like, "Uh, no. All we just need you to do is sign on the timeline.
0: (laughs) Love it. like,
2: okay, okay, fine. I love it. And they are amazing. And they are bright. And they are brilliant. And for me, that means I have a hand in shaping and developing some of our future leaders. You will be amazed. There was one young lady in the class who already has her own candle business. And so they do so much, so much. And we do not give our youth the platform enough to share what they're doing. they are make a difference whether we want to believe it or not. So I'm just really excited about doing that. I I haven't shied away from the idea of doing radio and stuff again. So I just put a little pen in it for now. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: um... I got a client out in LA and her daughter years ago, let's see, Shamar, Shamar be 22 this year. So I think her daughter will be 18, 18 this year, maybe 19, 17, 18, 19. My client's daughter will be. And if I'm not mistaken, she started out with a nail polish product that, through the help of her mom, she invented. Uh, Don't quote me, but I want to say it was like a uh, water-based nail polish. Um, And everyone's like, what's water-based mean? I'm so tired of that question. Do you really have to ask that question? If it's water-based... That means there's no chemicals involved. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people nowadays are dealing with water-based products, whether it be shampoo, conditioner, oils, um, different various things. People are shying away from the chemicals yeah. because some of the answers you give consisting of what them chemicals are might not be the answers you want and people are just really starting to shy away from from a lot of the different various chemical based products especially in this country because i just heard in the last week when it comes to food there's if not one a handful of ingredients that's in American food ingredients that are otherwise banned in over 30 other countries. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. what you worried about cancer and COVID for? The food in this country is going to kill you. And it's crazy. People ask me all the time, yo, why you eat so much fruit and vegetables. Why you eat so much Indian food? Why you eat so much Caribbean food, African food? Because nine times out of ten, the ingredients from this country are not in them dishes. Not saying it's not. You know, I go in an African place or Indian place and it's this or that. There's a good chance I might walk out. But I walk in an African place or Indian place, and it's that, it's those people that are working there. I think I'm getting what I'm asking for and not what you're trying to get me. So, I was homeless. Uh, I was hey, homeless six months. And I just found an Indian place five minutes down the road from the hotel I was staying at. And I just found this a week ago. And me and a coworker was like, yo, when you working again? She was like, I took you up on, on, on the idea. And when I went home, I ordered some, some of the same dish that you ordered from this place off York road in Hunt Valley, Cockeysville area. And I was like, yo, I'm eating something of the two at least once a week. Because I've gotten to the point, if it ain't spicy, I don't want it. But at the same time, I know you can't eat spicy food every day. You can't. Your system needs to break. It's just like drinking. Drinking soda, drinking juice, drinking beer, drinking liquor. Your body needs to break. Your body needs to be flushed. So that's why you're supposed to drink so much water. But so
0: look, right, I think we actually need to take a quick 20-second commercial break. So okay. I can grab something to eat. You can grab something to eat. Maybe. <laughs> Miss being Inspired can grab something to eat, something to drink real quick. Um, can so we we'll take back. a commercial break? We have to, baby. We got to get paid.
1: It's, it's <laughs> only 20 seconds. It's only 20 <laughs> seconds. Remember that. It'll be right back. <laughs> Um, well, I gotta run to the bathroom, so that's it's gonna take twenty seconds just for me to get there. But if, if y'all wanna take it Miss B inspired, are, are you still available or you gotta run?
2: I can hang, hang
1: around. Okay. Um, Monty, go ahead and take the commercial break. Blonde can pick it up until I get back. I'ma run to the bathroom. <laughs> Blan, oh I thought she was
2: already gone. The We're Style Lounge Boutique for a different caliber of service, the Style Lounge Boutique. For clothing that fits your lifestyle, the Style Lounge Boutique at 1734 Maryland Avenue. Trust me, you're gonna love to share.
0: Hey! Okay. <laughs> oh, Balon, I, th- I think you're uh, muted. I was totally muted. I feel I don't want to tell y'all how I feel. So I'm just going to go back and say everything that I just said. And y'all just going to have to get over it. Welcome. Um, my silver fox has left the building for the moment or his vehicle however y'all want to put that I am currently poolside enjoying this good old Florida weather (laughs) and we have be inspired global with us back after the commercial break looking absolutely beautiful and I already told her she can put the outfit in the mail and send it to me after she's done (laughs) but at any rate I've been looking at this wall behind you um what's the full phrase so i see challenge you and i'm assuming it says like doesn't
2: let me see if i can move it over for you it says first of all i'm i'm a total sneakerhead so i have at least five of these pictures but it says if it doesn't challenge you it doesn't change you when i saw this it touched me because you know i mean a lot of times we Shy away from challenges and issues and things because they may be tough to deal with. However, when we do that, we run the risk of missing an important lesson that we might need to learn. And there's a, a lady that I used to be so close with growing up, and she used to say, Learn the lesson so school can be over. <laughs> learn the lesson so school can be over, meaning just go through it. Try to learn what you need to learn the first time because nine times out of ten, if you don't, you may have to revisit that issue again. But so when I saw this, I was like, okay, I'm gonna need to put this somewhere so I can remind myself to look at my challenges a little bit differently. So, yeah, and of course, like I said, I'm a sneakerhead, I love sneakers, low tops, high tops, it don't matter. Okay, all
0: uh, right, oh god. <laughs> That's what the, So I love sneakers, but I don't love sneaker prices.
2: That's true. They are expensive. I, I agree with you. I, I do have to save up my ducats if they're a pair that I really, really, really want. But for me, nowadays, it's all about comfort. I used to be the type that would wear heels and stuff like that. But then I got older and wiser and realized that that's not always necessary. But
0: I got older and wiser, too. And see, what I did was, instead of... I walk in with my heels on, I made a drive with my heels off, I walk in with my heels on, I take my heels off, and then when
2: you see me walk out, I got my heels on. Yeah, that part, That part. flats are always uh, essential, that's an essential need when you go out. You got your shoes, you got your flats, you got yes. your floss on deck, whatever. You know, <laughs> it's the essentials.
0: Yes. But I love, I absolutely love that picture. Um, What doesn't challenge you doesn't change you. I mean, for everything that challenges you that you're able to accomplish, I mean, you're just going to the next level. Um,
2: That's really it. All of our challenges are just adding to us and making us better. But it really is all about how you look at it. And not everyone has that perspective. um, But it's definitely healthy to have that perspective to look at your challenges
0: as something that improves who you are and not necessarily takes away who you are? I mean, it only can, um, to be completely honest with you. Only you can make the decision to take away from who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And really, truthfully, that's a mental decision. Because if you're in a challenge, whether you decide to get out of a challenge or remain in it, um, it's a challenge to remain in a challenge.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: sure is you know so to to make a decision one way or the other um and I think that's really what it comes down to a lot of us we we put ourselves in this like mental spin and it's just like just decide yeah just just decide glass Mm -hmm. half empty glass half full how you see it if you got to flip your head upside down, do a headstand, do a cartwheel,
2: whatever you need to do. Takes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, get it done. But I found too that when you do make that decision, things will start to align for you to help assist that decision. So if if, if you want to be free, make that decision. And when you do, the people that you need, the resources, they will start to align. And I've seen that happen in my own personal life. That's why I can say it so genuinely, because there have been times when I have been in challenges that felt hopeless, if I'm completely honest. And there have been times when it was hard for me to make that decision because Mm -hmm. I felt stuck. Um, However, with the help of other people who care about me or um, other people who just genuinely wanted to see me free, they would help. And then when I made, when I was strong enough to make that decision myself, then resources that I needed started to show up to help me to continue to make that choice because it is a daily decision to want to be free or to want to be better because of your challenges. And so I totally agree. It is is a choice, but sometimes it takes a little help. Sometimes you you have to admit that you need help to make that choice.
0: That part.
2: Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: The, the help that I need to get back in
2: there. It's ah, a whole gym behind me. I'm telling you, I I would trade spaces with you in a second to be uh ocean side, seaside, beach side, whatever. I, I'm, Listen, I,
0: I'm <laughs> girl, I'm just sitting up here i pool side right now, but it's a gym behind me inside the windows. I did yeah uh, one of these days I don't know which one of them. I still got a few more days on the calendar. I think
2: Mark is trying to talk
0: to us. Mark is talking, but he's <laughs> muted. We can't hear anything he's saying, bro.
1: Yeah, go ahead. and Flip that view, uh, Blonde. Go ahead, <laughs> oh, team it? quick. Hold what on. Wait, wait a minute. Wait
0: a minute. Wait a minute. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: What's uh, up? That- do I detect palm trees? You um, do detect palm trees. <laughs> it's the beauty for me. That's
1: that good old town of Florida.
0: Yes, sir. Oh, Beautiful.
1: speaking of speaking of Florida, blonde. Yes. Did you hear about that 5,000 mile sea moss that's, that's approaching Florida?
0: Heard about it? Which is also why I won't be at the beach this week because of red tide. And that's a whole bunch I of
1: it is producing some type of of toxic gas that's that's sensitive to people with respiratorial issues.
0: So what's what's happening is it's producing a toxic gas that's killing the fish. And when the fish die, they go on shore. And that's what we call red tide. And you already know with fish and fish dying, there's an excess of mercury. Mm -hmm. Along with a few other toxins and chemicals when they're not cooked. So you go on the beach right now, your eyes will instantly start burning um you probably will start to kind of feel a little choked up a little bit Mm. um you probably will see some dead fish or a lot of dead fish along the shore um it's y'all i can't say this enough like (laughs) stop throwing stuff out your window like stop littering (laughs) um do what you can. I know everybody is not going to be like, oh, I'm going to be vegan or I'm going to stop eating seafood. But we are literally like killing not only our earth, but we're killing our ocean. We're killing our sources of water. Like, I live in Florida and we got probably about 30 to 35% clean spring water left. Oh, wow. That's scary. That's, That's crazy. scary. I don't know if there's anything clean in the Potomac or the Anacostia. Not uh, no. But it, <laughs> when the well, fish even survive in their own habitat
1: right here in Baltimore, I don't know what that 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 little stream off The harbor is right there in the Essex-Dundalk area. But there's feces that's floating in that water. And if anyone's ever watched the news, Fox 45 put them on blast. They went out in a boat and they, they, they zoomed in on this and was like, that is not supposed to be in this water and supposedly this plant facility whatever is getting fined daily but they're not doing nothing about it Baltimore hence has, has become a cocoon when it comes to solving problems like you're not doing nothing to 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 deter crime Annapolis ain't doing nothing to deter crime cuz they just they just passed the bill I don't know if it was early this year or last year that under the age of 13, you cannot be charged with handgun violence. And now Annapolis is trying to push something to where somewhere between 21 and 25, when it comes to, it's either gun crimes, gun violence or any type of violence under the age of 25, 21 or 25. You can only be charged with minimal charges. Like they've gotten so soft on crime, it's ridiculous. Like it's it's sick out here. Every you time you plans. turn around, and and if if Naomi watches the news, she'll she'll back me up. It seems like every week another teenager has been shot. Another teenager was just shot and killed at a gas station yesterday. Mm -hmm. When is enough enough? That's the seventh child. The seventh child that's been shot and killed this year in Baltimore. When is enough enough?
0: It's not just Baltimore. It's nationwide. And I'm like, when do we stop just putting, it's not just, yes, it's it's on each like municipality and region and state. But this is a federal, issue, like, and granted, I ain't gonna be the one to be like, "Oh yeah, no guns, no guns, no guns." But I definitely say the hell with the bullets. You know what I'm saying? Because we all have our, you know, our fascinations or whatever. I can't say that I don't like guns, because then somebody's gonna be like, "Oh well, what about your paintball gun?" I uh, got you, got me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love my paintball guns. Like, and truth be told, I love to watch a good old Western, you know, country movie or old Smith and Wesson. Like, oh yeah, they look cool, but the bullets are what's killing. Yeah. Let them junk go. Get them junks off the market. And I don't care what happens to you if, you. if you somehow get your hands on them and whatever the punishment for that crime is. I don't necessarily condone capital punishment, but you know whatever they decide to do with you at that point, I ain't got nothing on it. But the The bullet,
1: the sad realization of society is there's no fear of prison no more. People are not scared to go to jail.
0: It's it's comfortable. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. You eat. You watch TV, oh, you take a game. You make friends. 20 years. Oh, even that if, means I
1: get to see this person, this person, this person. Oh, shoot! It's about to be a family
0: reunion. I mean, even if it's not a family reunion, after two weeks, you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that you have the best life, depending but on what. You, where ain't you, got, you
1: got, got no responsibilities.
0: You have zero responsibilities, and. If you got it good and you got, you know, people putting some stuff on your books, you show sure enough good. hmm If you got a work release, you real, 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 real good. Real,
1: real, real, real good.
0: Like, it's... It ain't that bad now, I'll say, if we were sending people overseas, you know, like, oh, yeah, you gonna go on ahead to Mexico and, and hit up, you know, Guatemala or, like, yeah, it'd be a different story.
2: Or making people sign up for the military,
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: First line front line, mm-hmm.
1: Ukraine's at war. You
2: want to? You want to? You get charged for gun violence. Okay, front line. that means you want to be in the infantry department. So yep. let me go ahead and sign you up for the military and put you in infantry, and you can shoot all, all the guns you want. <laughs> <laughs> And you can serve your country, and you can be a, a, a productive citizen. So, exactly. I think, you know, a lot of times, and I think, and I was just sitting back listening, and I think that a lot of times um, what we're facing is that when certain policies are put in place, there are tons of loopholes that people are really smart and learn how to find. And so if you, I think the missing link is for fi- policy makers to find punishments that equal the crime or that are in a way that it doesn't impact the community negatively. Right. Well,
0: so- if I identified the, and it was funny because I was talking to a mentor of mine earlier and there were two things I mentioned. I said, the people that break the law or quote-unquote break the law because you're really not breaking the law when you know the law. Right. The people that seem to break the law the most are the people that know the law and then we wonder why they don't get caught up or get punished by the law because they lived in the loophole
2: of the law. That right. part. That part. That's what it is. That's what okay. it is. And many of them who are who are offenders learn the system. You learn the so- system. You know the system like the back of your hand. You in it. You are a, a perpetual part of it. So it's nothing for you to go back to prison. You already it's familiar territory. So let's do something sis, different. Let's send you to a job core program and make your butt yes. do something that's going to be productive. You could, but you know, but that's not what they're going to want to do. And then you know we don't want to rehabilitate anybody. So it's it. It 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 benefits certain individuals, I'm gonna be very select in what I say, to keep sending people back into the system because the system makes certain people wealthy. It's a whole system. They're working for pennies on a dollar. It's a, in the prison system, they make it 35 cents and an, an hour to do what we make we we do out here for 20. For thirty dollars an hour, I'm mm-hmm. talking customer service jobs. You might end up, uh, you might get an inmate on the other side when you talk about representative.
1: Right, <laughs> so right.
2: The system. There's so many loopholes, and that is the issue that we're dealing with. And it's kind of hard because this is a perpetual system that has been going on for years, and that has not necessarily benefited the community. And so we're losing valuable people to the system because we haven't learned how to rehab and and help them to become an active part of the system. Used to be a time where the community had more control of their community. And now we don't even have that, where we can help each other, where we can say, you know, bro, sis. Let's not do that no more. Let's bring you over here to the community center. Why don't you teach this group of people, you know, the lessons you've learned, that kind of thing. But now it's so that even the community, community members are afraid to stand up and speak up for fear yeah. of their life. So those are the issues. However, it, it, it requires being very innovative and creative. And it requires a new breed of people who are like, listen, out with the old and in with the new. And there are those that are out there, but they don't get the support. They don't get the political backing, the financial backing to actually get into these positions. And, and it's sad, but it's true. So now we're back to dealing with those of us who are part of our community. Each of us have responsibility to do what we can. And however that is, even if it means getting to the young people, if you have a position where you can be influential and you can do something with young people, there are a couple of people I know in our community that are boots on the ground, uh, grassroots that are working with the youth and changing their mindset. So as they become adults and enter society, then we're changing the guard in a way and we're changing the mindset of our community. Because sometimes how you can say, uh, you know, this system is antiquated. You may not be able to do anything with it, but now you have this new group over here you can do something about. Work that, work that, and now change the complexion of your community by affecting those that you can influence. and, And to me, because a lot of us hard for us to get the attention of the powers that be. So we gotta get creative. We gotta
1: be innovative. But you know? oh, that's, that's my not- now, you, you <laughs> mentioned job core earlier. Um yeah. I'm about to throw a monkey wrench in that idea. Mm-hmm. Job core ain't what it used to be 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. If you have any type of trouble issues, they will not, I repeat, they will not Mm accept you. Job Corps is supposed to be a halfway mark between the household and the court system. Mm -hmm. And society has now taken that away from the juveniles. And young adults. Yeah. Young adults meaning 18, 19, 20, maybe 21 years old. Yeah. Once upon a time, you, you you got in with the wrong crowd. You were on on borderline gang is, I, issues. A lot of times, depending on what your crime was, you got court ordered. Job Corps. To to go to Job Corps.
2: Right.
1: If your family sees this, they can sign you up for Job Corps, unless you're an adult. Then you got to sign up for it, because you want to change your life. Trust me. Been there, done that. I went to Job Corps. I went to Flatwoods Job Corps in Colburn, Virginia. I was there nine months. Changed. My life in so many ways, and I don't regret it. And I used to always, hey, this at whatever the third, you got a problem with your kid, send them to Job Corps. Until my son had issues, and I looked into Job Corps, and they were like, Yeah, uh, we don't do that no more, huh? Once upon a time before Job Corps, if you had issues, you went in the military. That's how you changed your life. Then came Job Corps. Okay, well, now you got not one other way. You got two different ways to change the outlook of your future. Now they've taken Job Corps away. That's very bad. That's the
2: problem that's the problem.
1: We don't, we don't have you give avenues to these young kids and young adults, and then you take it away. Like it's a joke.
0: Because it is a, me, I don't want to, I'm going to say it. Because it I, is
1: a joke. Society it, has become a joke.
0: It hasn't become a joke. It's always been a joke. And back to what, um, my beautiful sister Naomi said, like, um, when you're seeking attention, you're going to respond in one of two ways. And so again, I commend you for teaching the class on entrepreneurship. Um, you either rebel or you go into a shell.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and most of these kids, I I hate to say it, you know, it's straight rebellion. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you talk about we're hearing more and more from the teachers and hearing really from their hearts and their frustrations now, um, because you have parents that can't provide at home. um, And it's not that they're not trying, but twenty five dollars an hour ain't enough.
2: No.
1: And then those households that can provide, they're not making time for their children. There's that, too. I've heard a lot lot of them stories.
0: For the ones that can provide, look at the time that it takes to be able to provide and the time that it takes to be able to mentally say, or even what it mentally takes just to be a parent. I had this conversation with somebody else. Um, You know, adoption is there for a reason. Everybody has the organs, but not everybody is meant to carry the title.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Say that one more time for the dumbasses in the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, real
0: every talk. Every- that,
1: that was a serious comment right there.
0: No, nah, but like real talk because some of us um, some of us will cause more damage
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: to our children because we're not healed. Yeah. Um, And when you don't <laughs> especially when you don't know that you're healed or you're not healed. When you don't know that you're broken, you are one of the most dangerous (laughs) and reckless beings out there. And I think with our generation, I can speak as a millennial. um, I'm in my mid thirties for my mother raising me. Everything was swept up under the rug. You know um, the things that I did learn about my mom, it was kind of like from my grandma or like, you know, the older, older women later on down the line, like, yeah, your mama da-da-da-da-da. You know, you hear the stories, you like, huh? Yeah. I'm all right,
1: right. right. on no You know
0: what I'm saying? And then I'm looking like, but wait, some of the same stuff, y'all talking about the same stuff that I went through, and I'm like, well, if she just would have told me, maybe I would have made a better decision, but you still so busy running from your past, and you so glad that you escaped, quote-unquote, that you're scared to relive or scared to speak it. Mm-hmm. And now when you up on me and you see it, you still can't confront it.
1: Exactly. Yo. Huh?
0: So you can refuse right to
1: black
0: right crash. Mm-hmm. I
1: did. I kept honking my horn because I didn't I didn't know if he was going to keep oh. bagging in.
0: Like. He was just out here trying to, swim. Everybody uh, trying to swim.
1: I don't remember. Everybody
0: trying to say, you know, I don't know if there's something in the water because I'm like, yo, I' be mad emotional these days, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know <laughs> I really do think they don't put something in our water or our food or something because I'm like the girl had thicker skin in this back in the day, but it's okay because I don't think that thick skin was always what it was supposed to be Love. There was... not not no.
1: not, the, not <laughs> to cut you off, not, not to, really to cut you off, blonde go ahead
0: mm-hmm. All right, I'm done. Um, I'm going
1: to give a shout out to two teachers, two teachers by first name and first name only. I hope they don't mind. My first shout out. I asked one teacher, what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you? This is when she was a teacher in Baltimore City. And she said, I had a student swing on me. I said, are you serious? She was like, yeah. And I don't remember if she was teaching at the time, third grade or fourth grade. I don't think it was fifth grade. It was either third grade or fourth grade. And I'm almost certain it was third grade. She was like, it was a little boy. He was bigger than me. And I was like, well, that's not saying a lot because You're tiny as hell. She was on our show once. Her name is Justice. She's now with a school in D.C. And I was like, what did you do? And she was like. I went in and I went into. I don't remember her exact response. I mean, we had this conversation like four years ago. So I don't know exactly when this incident happened. You know what? I'm not going to say her name. And I'm not going to say the other one's name because I don't want either one of them to come into issues. But she was like, I went into a mode of like a parent, a teacher, a guardian. And I did X, Y, Z, and I put him in in his place and was like, what are you doing? And another teacher, I don't know if she's with Baltimore City or Baltimore County. I was like, I asked her the same question. She was like, I literally had a a student literally pull his stuff out and pee on me. And I was like, Are you serious? And she was like, Yo, when teachers, male or female, It don't matter if it's elementary school, middle school, high school, preschool. We have days that we really say at least one time, maybe two or three times a year. Yo, it really sucks to be a teacher. It's insane. The stories that a lot of these teachers have with things that's happened to them mentally physically or whatever like to be swung on by a third grader yeah I think there
2: are a lot of things to that though to have someone's
1: child pull their stuff out and Mm -hmm. literally take a leak on you like that's insane. I I couldn't be a teacher. I couldn't be a teacher. I say this all the time. Police, firefighter, doctor, nurse, intern, teachers, school staff, administration, principal, whatever. Um... Bartenders, servers, it, it, it literally takes a special type of person to fill any one of them criterias because society is ignorant for no reason, none at all. I didn't order that. Um, I have it written down and I read it back to you. You want me to read it back to you? How you wanted your steak cooked? I hear this stuff all the time at work. Teachers, I hear so many stories and I'm like, people ask me all the time. Why you, why did you get back in retail? Oh, it it wasn't by choice. There's a thing called COVID that happened. (coughs) Huh? Huh? Huh. Huh? Huh. We're gonna leave that right there. COVID messed a lot of things up for a lot of different people in different, various ways.
0: It did, but it didn't. So I think financially it did. Um, but I think what COVID did open up was the fact that we needed to communicate. And while communication was taken away and stripped from us it, it really really opened our eyes as to how much we depended upon it and how much yep. we really needed it exactly um, children these days by the time you get to a teacher and a child acting out at that point trust me there were red flags all over the place
1: mm-hmm.
0: where are your counselors where are your next door neighbors where is you know the safety place i understand that the safety place might not be home but who who else is there in the community? Um, I know when I was in school, I used to talk to my counselor in elementary school. And if I'm not mistaken, it wasn't a choice. Like you actually had a day out of each quarter or whatever, but it got to the point that we build relationship and I actually used to want to talk to my counselor, whether it was good, bad, and different, whatever. Just talk right. about, you know, Um relationships are like almost non-existent. Hold that thought. Literally, literally like they're crying out and saying, help me, help me, help me.
1: Mm -hmm. And no one's
0: listening. Nobody is listening. Everybody is scared as crap.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's like, yo, if you just... (laughs) Open up your mouth. You ain't even gotta be on the like, oh no violence and like nah nah, just be you. Can Have we a-
1: get that in the school no. system? Okay. Oh. Can we make that a criteria within the everyday school system, public, private, whatever the case may be, homeschooling? Can we can we fit in a class strictly for one-on-one counseling? You know what the school system's gonna say? Nope. We don't have the manpower. We don't have the finances. Mm-hmm. But yet
0: society's but gone. Goes, look back, at to where society goes back. back to your society being responsible and the individuals within mm-hmm. that community being responsible. Who I, I get sick and tired of people talking about the president. Please don't talk about and I trust me, I got myself too. But please do not talk about the federal government if you are not aware of your state and your local government. If you don't know Mm -hmm. how to get the pothole on your street fixed, please don't talk about, you know, nationwide hunger. Like, you can't speak on that. If you don't know who your local representatives are, if you've never been to a town hall, you've never sat, you know, in a PTA meeting, you have children, you've never been to a school board meeting, and you don't know who sits on the school board or what decisions they can make. Yep. And go find out, go educate yourself, so mm-hmm. yeah. you can actually make a difference because I promise you if you flood town hall, I ain't never seen a town hall meeting where it was packed out <laughs>
1: People want answers, but they won't they won't take anything out of their daily life to 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 make that move, and I'll go here on that. Thank you, Blonde, for saying that. I'm an activist. I want answers. I've never been to a town hall. I've never been to a city hall meeting. And I've been told by the one and only, you know who I'm going to say, Naomi. You know who I'm going to say. Who that man named?
2: Dwayne. Is his name Dwayne? What is his name? Shorty. (laughs) Shorty. That's his name, though. That's his name.
1: Shorty. Yep. Shorty has told me time and time again to the point Shorty don't even tell me no more. You need to start going to town hall meetings. You need to start going to City Hall when they have the the, the outside meetings.
2: I mean, open to the public. I mean, you really yeah. can Cause My cause thing you is this. It in, you can just My walk thing up is with them. <laughs> It's really that
1: simple. My thing is this, and I I I hope and I pray that Brandon Scott hears this. I hope and pray Mosby hears this. And all the other individuals that are in City Hall
2: hear this. I'm not Uh, coming if
1: y'all not gonna answer no questions.
0: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And you have to, we have to be responsible citizens and hold the government and hold the people that we put in leadership accountable. And so, I can all of, every time that you call and leave a message, it's recorded. Every letter that you send, it's recorded. You can pull all of that stuff up. If I walk in as one individual, I might not get heard or you might just dismiss me. But if I live in a city of over 100,000 people, there is no reason why we can't get 500 people together to bombard this office just one day. Mm-hmm. Or oh, truth be told, there's not a reason why we couldn't get 30 days and get 30 different sets of 500 folks every day. I bet you you'll listen then. You know what? Their addresses
2: are public. And
1: and, and that actually gives me Because doing that,
2: if you do that, Is going to get press coverage. And if that happens, then you're going to get the ear of the politicians because they don't want anything that's going to disrupt their image. So, or several.
1: But when you have someone like Brandon Scott, he's not answering no questions. He don't give a damn who you are.
0: Okay. Well, here's how do you get the answers? That's when you bombard with people and citizens because you're still operating on a state level because when the federal government starts asking questions he's going to have to start giving answers Oh, they have no concerns when it's just 15, 20 people who are y'all
1: and that's why he acts the way he acts
0: it's entitlement I can't get mad at you for not answering questions because it's questions that I don't want to answer and I look at somebody like yeah okay
1: Say that one more time.
0: I said I can't get mad at him for now.
1: No, the the comment you said before that.
0: I don't know what I'll say.
1: Entitlement.
0: (laughs) Oh, that part. But how can I get mad about entitlement? Because if, and I have to admit, like, there are things that I I am entitled to. Um, And there are situations that I get treated with entitlement where I'm like, oh, well, okay. And it feels great. And I ain't changing it for nobody. <laughs> and I apologize. You know, I'm sorry that you feel some type of way that I have it. Too bad. So sad. That don't mean I'm going to kick rocks on you. But that also doesn't mean that I'm, I don't want to say coming down to your level, but. Eh, yeah. It's, right. it's, it's one of those. The uh, we're, n- <laughs> we're not on the same page. So type a couple of more characters and then get on my page. Right, right, right. <laughs> I got you. Be, you know, it's it's not any it's not being funny, it's not being disrespectful, but sometimes you just gotta you gotta hit people where it hurts. Mm-hmm. So if they don't respond to you. All right, let me bring me and the whole crew.
1: It's also the questions that you might be asking. At- there you go. That's our producer, y'all. Because one if you've already our... gotten the information, if you're going to come back and ask me the same question again and want a verbal response, and I've already given it to you in a brief or some kind of memorandum, I'm not going to answer that question again. I'm not going that to do that. You're wasting my time. Right. It's true. <laughs> okay. That's why I think it
2: goes exact, exactly back to um, community responsibility all of us having a responsibility to do our part um, because again that's really true change happens and when you start to um your own influence to some like whether we realize it or not it has an impact so mark you setting a job and giving out deals and stuff like that that's your part but it's happening and somebody's paying attention if i add that with whatever Balan is doing in Florida and I and, and then adding what I'm doing it has an impact. So even right. if we flood city hall and ask the same questions that they don't want to answer, we still what are we doing? We still have a responsibility to return to our communities and do something, not just to return to our cushy couches and you know, and our plush or not homes. Right. The, the work doesn't stop there. It the, don't the work Stop with flooding. City it's real out
1: there.
2: It, it really is. And again, what what has happened to on a larger scale is that the reason why you have young people who are in elementary school, not afraid to swing on someone is because younger and younger, people are desensitized to the things that would give them a moral framework, whether it's through video games, what we're seeing on television, the content is getting more violent. It is getting more—I mean—bold with certain messages, and it's being given to our young people, younger and younger. So, in addition to uh, maybe parents being absent from the home, they also have access to content that is desensitizing them more. Framework. So, if you're constantly watching videos where people getting beat up in a store and stuff like that. What do you think that's doing to your subconscious? It's making you exactly. or giving the brain the approval to say that's okay. Exactly. And so then you take that behavior and you take it with you to school because now it's like, well, if they can do it and nothing happens to them, then I can take this behavior to school and nothing's going to happen to me. And then nine times out of because our system something <laughs> might not happen
0: to them. And that's- then if something does happen, the thing is what happens is not adverse behavior. It's 200,000 likes on Instagram. It's that 40,000 comments and, you know, viral videos. That's, that's right. the quote-unquote repercussion. And and, and and
1: you look at society as a whole, look where TV was in the 80s and the 90s versus now. I don't care what TV, what week, what daily program talk show, what weekly program talk show, pick one from the 80s or the 90s versus those same TV shows weekly or or, or every day, talk shows, whatever. Let's go with soap operas. They've been around forever. Look at the content. look at the language from the eighties and the nineties versus today yeah there's 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 more um there's 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 more lingerie scene. nothing's wrong with that, but that wasn't accepted in the eighties and the nineties. If you were in the bed, you were in the bed completely covered. Now you're showing women in, in lingerie. Now you're showing men in bare minimum, nothing. Look at but the language.
0: You talk about, about Main Street TV, baby. We got Netflix, honey. They all out.
1: Exactly. Look, at, mean, look at, at, at regular cable TV. Regular
2: and TV. Not, they're on regular TV. Or TVMA or TM CBN. What happened yeah. to the PG stuff? You know, and then the PG and PG thirteen stuff. They PG- have
0: upgraded R. It should have been rated R a long time ago. Like yes. yep. Because
1: yeah,
2: the PG thirteen like, stuff ah. is just as racy. I be trying to watch stuff with my kids. Like okay, this PG thirteen is safe, and they start dropping. F bombs and I'm like, when did we
1: start
0: doing that in PG? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay.
1: I you were saying, was okay. "God damn it!" and Jesus Christ on regular cable TV.
0: What right. was it? Um, that's so not that so rape. It was one of them. Um, excuse me. Um, Caucasian shows. Um, God, what was it? Uh, shoot, I can't think of the name of it. But one of the girls and it was Disney. Mm-hmm. The little girl said, bitch, I about oh no oh oh no no no, no 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 and see that's the crazy
1: thing you have these kids I don't care what show or movie you have kids that are cussing I don't agree with that I do but I don't I do
0: because like,
1: I lived in the hood. Mm-hmm. And the parents be like, oh my child, I'm glad my child don't talk like that. And I think to myself, do I tell him or, or do I just shake my head? Because lo and behold, that was your child, 13 years old, talking about, yeah, she just mad because she ain't he ain't he ain't sucking her pussy no more. He's sucking mine. Like, are
0: and I, you serious? You should open up your mouth and say something because back in the day, I remember I would have probably still had to taste the taste of soap in my mouth and a whole wet across my daggone back. Exactly. My mouth, waiting for the next ass whooping that was coming from my mama. And- but these
1: parents, I don't care who the hell you are. What I'm not going to do is color, shade, nothing. Men, women. As a whole, as parents, I don't give a damn what your 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 background is, what your what you're nothing. As a parent, know your child. Because yes, it probably is your child out here talking like that. Yep. I should
2: trust me, I've checked mine a few times. Cause I was never under the belief that my children were perfect. I'm I'm listening I'm scrolling through phones. Yep. Let me let me see your IG. You got IG? Let me see. We friends yep. on IG. My kids, they already we friends on IG, and it is not no having no other private account. I'm friends with you. You can be as oh, embarrassed nice. as you want, but guess what? We on this platform together. <laughs>
0: oh, Social. And she actually downloaded TikTok, so I accidentally drowned her phone. The,
2: see, that's what I'm saying. It takes that kind of boldness and tenacity. It's but not every parent Come in. feels the need or wants to take accountability for their own child. But once you realize, don't mind me,
1: y'all. I got a fan.
2: Out, I mean, out, be,
1: be safe be out here.
2: <laughs> be because I was, I was like, I'm not one of those parents. I'll be like, yo, that I believe I, I hold my children. To a high standard. I expect them to do well. Yeah, I understand that they're human too. And they can fall prey to some stuff on social media and, and peer pressure just like anybody else. So I, yeah. if we will do that and hold that kind of accountability with our own children and don't make excuses for them, it will make it easier for the people who teach them at school, the counselors, the community. That,
0: that is. That's hard because to say I'm holding you accountable means to say that I am holding me accountable. That part. That part. And a lot of
1: parents don't want to answer that.
0: Nah, heck not. But that's that's also very difficult. Um, I can only imagine how my mom felt when I was like kinda on my tangent and doing kind of what I wanted to do. Like, is this on me? It ain't had nothing to do with you or how you raised me or that. I was just doing me, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I wasn't going to go but so far, but I was definitely like, yeah, we out here and I'm about to swim, you know? Um, But having the ability to see your child as human and knowing that yeah. like, yeah, I don't, I trust you and I love you, but I don't put nothing past you. Mm-hmm. And, and that you are still at a highly influential state. Yes. Um, and because of the fact that most of the time, they're scared of disappointing you just as much as you're scared of being disappointed by them. So they will do everything in their power to hide mm-hmm. the yep. very from you. That is so exactly. That's so-, so be open, and be open-minded, have mm-hmm. conversations. Um give your child another outlet, somebody who's close to you that you trust that they can talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's an aunt, a friend, a cousin, next door neighbor Judy, I I don't I don't know.
2: But you know somebody trustworthy. I agree with you. Yeah. Cause they
0: might not be able to come to you and tell you, oh
2: yeah, you know,
0: mommy such and such happened, or you know, I made
2: this decision
0: or I made a mistake, da 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 da, da or daddy da, da 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 da. But they feel comfortable enough with shawty over there for whatever reason. So to come report back to you, okay. Now let's right. you know, and have a conversation with your children. That's the one thing yeah. I cannot stress enough. Like be up front and don't wait until a problem to have a conversation. Exactly. And don't
2: act like you were ever, you were always perfect. Please don't. Don't <laughs> like if you did some stuff, be honest about that too, because that transparency, it also helps them. Like, okay, you know. I, yeah. I, I, I want my parents to be proud but they also aren't perfect and they've gone through some things too and it makes you more relatable not trying to say that you gotta be on the same level as your children but being relatable so that they can feel yeah, comfortable right. sharing and talking to you you know
1: and, so, and and I've looked at 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 my past like that and dating different women that have had kids that we went far enough in our relationship that they allowed their 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 kids to to intertwine with me. they allowed me to intertwine with their kids i've often in in the last i don't know five maybe ten years I've looked at previous relationships and have have asked myself. If I looked at myself as a parent versus mommy's boyfriend, you know what I mean? Had I had the parent attitude versus oh I'm I'm just a friend, would I made a better impact?
0: Maybe as, not.
1: As, as exactly, maybe not. Maybe, maybe it, not. It says "Mommy
0: friend. I can talk to you more freely. Right. I feel comfortable with you. It's just mommy's working. You just the dude that come around. You know, you're not necessarily trying to report. To mom- you it, Kids are so smart and intuitive, okay?
1: They are. And
0: the nine-year-old is not like, oh, yeah, this person is dating my mom. No, the nine-year-old, trust me, as much as we don't want to think it, they like, yeah, this person's trying to get up in my mama's pants and they just here for the night. Like, yeah, it is what it is. Like, truth be told, let's just be real. Yeah. Um, but before we, like, wrap up, because um, <laughs> we done went off on a whole tangent. <laughs> <laughs> and, healing. I, and I didn't have
1: that issue with my son because I didn't bring women at home. Like, hey, you know, what you doing? Nothing. Would you like some company? Yeah, what's up? I was going to come see you. Uh, how you gonna do that when you don't know where I live? Send me your address. Uh, no, my son lives here. You're not coming over here. That's unacceptable.
0: That's another conversation for another day on how to date and all of that good stuff. Cause yeah, we've lost our way in society on that too. But um,
1: <laughs> like if I just met you, you're not gonna find out where I live. And 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 that's just anybody, you know. But how about I don't have a couple dates and see where this goes. But I have custody of my son. Oh no, Mm -mm. be lucky if if you know where I live three to six months down the road. If you last that long,
2: we getting we getting the wrap it up box. (laughs) you told us to wrap it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But um, Letitia, I love you. I appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing down there in the A. Um, you're doing big things. Love and respect. Balan, keep doing what you're doing down there in, in the big Tampa, Florida, with them beautiful views. I love you. I appreciate Thank you. So much, you. Oh, they you. me.
0: Ah, beautiful view. My
1: sister Queen. My um, my um, my mentor. For radio and talk i love you i appreciate you i commend you i thank you so many times a million and 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 more for giving me the opportunity to opening my eyes to a different way of life of resources with doing this radio thing um We've, I've been doing it off and on for five years. I couldn't have done it without your love, your respect, your support, and your blessing. Last but not least, the greatest producer, Mr. Monty. Woo-woo! I love you, bro. I appreciate you. You have been so patient, so willing, so helpful, so demanding. <laughs> but reliable. And I thank you for all the corrective criticism, all the all the commandments, all the compliments. I appreciate you. I love you. I, I, I respect you. And I couldn't do this without you.
0: Love you, Monty. Bye, guys. Damn, I'm laughing
2: at these comments. See y'all. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love y'all.
1: This is Skyline Radio Talk Show. This is the KSF Radio. we on a Friday night. I ain't seen none of
2: that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: for was funny.
2: Alright, see
1: you. I love you, sis. I appreciate I you. Yeah, okay. Take care. <laughs> It's just me and you money.